Thank you for listening to Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Today, I was joined with Patrick Huerta. You can find him on Twitter or Instagram at Patrick C. Huerta. And he also has a podcast called the Barbara Cocor Podcast. We started out the phone call with me making fun of the fact that I can't pronounce his last name. I put a little mustard on your last name, man. I actually get jealous because there's, I don't feel like there's anything that I could pronounce that makes it sound cooler. Like, I, I can't be like, this is Ted Williams. And yeah. Like, I can't put like, there's no accents. <laughs> I don't have any accents to work with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my name's a big challenge, dude. Like, even I change it up every, every time I say it. Like, if it's more like a Hispanic crowd, I like spice it up a little bit, you know? Uh, oh, shit, really? Yeah, if it's not, I'll just like, yeah, I, I say my, my last name like, different ways i say huerta 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 you know uh like i put some some punch into it and stuff yeah just because i want to make it easier for people to say for like people to bring it up the best one to do it quasi king quasi is the best to pronounce my last name which is crazy because uh if if you're just listening if you don't know who king quasi is he's he's a, a, a black comic so he does pretty good he does pretty good at it can i hear your impression of him doing it Oh man, I don't do impressions. Like, <laughs> I don't want to, but it's an impression. Like, ultimately, it's an impression of you, Patrick. Yeah, and the, the thing live too, live your like, dream, man. Live your dream. And he's the one that continued because when I first started signing up, I was go by Patrick C. Huerta. You know, just because if you separate the Patrick and and Huerta, it makes it easier just with that C pause. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, the C right. gives you time to go into the Huerta. the Huerta. And Quasi, even though like now I just signed up Patrick Huerta, uh, Quasi was to do it. Patrick C. Huerta. And I was like, oh, shit. Threw me off a little bit. Oh, shit. Dude, you guys got the, uh, you guys rolled the R and everything. And I didn't even get that far. I just went with the, I was like, all right, I got to get this U sound right. Yeah. But I mean, some people like mess up uh, Huerta. <laughs> that sounds like I, something I would say. Yeah, dude, and nothing throws you off worse than a bad intro. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Now I've been trying to train people just to say like Huerta, like where Huerta, because there's a there's a MMA fighter, Roger Huerta. He's he pronounced Huerta like with the uh, like hard W sound at the beginning. Oh uh, yeah. But then there's some like a right activist, uh, Dolores Huerta. You know, everybody calls her Huerta. You know, like hard R in that stuff. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like make a big deal about my last name. <laughs> so speaking of bad intros. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually really happy to have you on. So you're a comic that I have probably run most of my jokes by uh, yeah. the more that I get to know you. Uh, yeah. The reason that I like running jokes by you is because I like that in my head, at least, you are crazy great at little jabs constantly. So you get to a point where I feel like every time you stop speaking, people are laughing. And oh, I don't man. ever get to that point. Uh, and I love that about you. So I really wanted to pick your brain about your jokes. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that, man. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, I keep it short just because I'm afraid I'm going to, like, mess up the story. And that's one of my big problems, too. And we'll get to that at the end, I guess. I'm not really a good storyteller. And I really want – I have a lot of things lined up that I want to put on stage. But it's just not – it's not really good. I'm not really good at the timing and the – punching up here and there and all that stuff well i feel like we already got to the point where you're a bad storyteller so if you don't mind give me a joke of yours that you have that worked on stage tell me a little bit about it um a a lot of my marriage stuff the stuff that i talk about my wife because that's what i started out with that was the first stuff that i started hitting mics with you know i would talk about my weight loss which is an old old joke you know and then i would 
get into the whole stuff with my wife. And I I always feel like people are kind of over the husband-wife jokes and stuff. And I'll, I'll get different sides of it from different people. People are like, oh, your wife jokes is so hack, you know. And then other comics people are like, if, if that's what you know, you write about what you know, you know. I don't believe you that that people are over marriage jokes because if people were over marriage jokes, people would be over getting fucking married and we would stop seeing people get married. Everybody's going to get married. Everybody's going to go through all the shit. They're going to think the first ones to have all the thoughts that you're having. Like as soon as I mention my wife or anything, you could, you could hear somebody in the audience like do that Borat voice like, oh, my wife, you know? <laughs> and yeah, I think I know who that was actually. <laughs> so I, I get that a lot. And it kind of throws me off, you know, because at the same time, like one They've probably seen me do this joke a hundred times, you know, so they're probably over it to begin with. And I'm not saying it's always the same person. Like you get it. I mean, it's it's a well-known my wife thing, you know, like a lot of people say those. I mean, those are like the, the best response that I get, probably because I'm very comfortable doing those. You know, so I have a lot of things where I, I, I joke about. And, and when I talk about my wife, I'm talking about the character of a wife, like not my actual wife. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I'll talk about how, you know, my wife prefers me as a fat guy, probably because she wants my sleep apnea to come back. So you basically have the based on a true story of jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's just your wife is based on a true story in your in your jokes. <laughs> well, like, little things here and there, like... Like, I'll, I'll make a joke about how my wife prefers me as a fat guy because she wants my sleep apnea to come back. That came up because <laughs> because when I did lose weight, like, I, I, I'm almost 300 pounds. I'm almost back to my 300-pound uh, life, but I was down, like, to 200. And my wife, like, when we'd be in bed, when she like she's like, man, you're just not, like, as cuddly as you were before. You know, I kind of miss you being, like, really cuddly. And so I just ran with that, like, oh, my wife wants me to be a fat guy so I could die from sleep apnea, you know, <laughs> type Correct. of shit. You know how they say happy wife, happy life? Yeah. Why doesn't it also follow like 300 pound life, 300 pound wife? <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't she? Is she allowed to get gain up to 300? If I don't know. Anyways. No, our, our deal, I'll tell you our deal straight up. As long as there's 100 pounds between us, we're fine. You know, like she can't she can't be creeping oh, up with shit. me. Like. <laughs> That's smart. So it's a movie. So you could set the tone. Yeah. As long as I'm, I'm always the bigger person, like we're fine. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you could set the tone as like a smaller person. Like, hey, can you get your ass in shape? I'm trying to like set the lower <laughs> limit of this. Yeah. The marriage stuff really, really works. And that's just because I'm like, I've been working on that a lot. And then I, I talk about the, the poss- I joke about possibility of, of our divorce. You know, you know, she thinks I'm always cheating on her because I'm out a lot. You know, I like to play with that stuff because one, it does seem type of like there is some truth to that. But also, there it's more based on like the character of husband and wife, not our actual lives. But again, like when you build a story and stuff, there you, there's a little bit of you in there, and I I think that's what makes the the jokes work the best. You know, like everybody could say funny stuff, but when you talk about stuff that really pertains to you, I think people could see that, and people could tell the difference between what you're just making up out of nowhere and what you kind of like. Are putting yourself out there for realsies, you know? Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this, because I, I've written stuff about my wife, and I don't know how you do it. I'd like to know how you do it. The way I do it is typically what happens is something that I think is funny happens in the moment. And then based on that, I create a scenario around kind of that one funny moment or that one funny observation that I had. 
Mm -hmm. uh, how are you coming up with marriage material? Are you sitting down maybe in the bathroom with the magazine for five minutes and cranking out a little material? What do you, how are you coming up with wife material? On it, it honestly comes out of anger. Like if, if we are <laughs> in a fight, cause my, my wife legit thought I was cheating because I was out so much, you know, and uh, she brought that up in an, in an argument, you know, and obviously I'm, I'm not, but I, I do go out every night. And so I thought that was, that was funny, you know, that I'm out every night, you know, so much that my wife thinks I'm cheating on her. And then I'll just right. tie it up like, oh, I wish, you know, because right. cheating, cheating on your wife is so much easier than doing comedy, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> so much more honorable, too. <laughs> <laughs> you get more high fives when like you're scoring with strange than uh, when you're making strangers laugh. We're going to either have to scrap this podcast or we're going to have to make sure the sharing settings that we have that neither of our wives can see this. <laughs> No, uh, she, so, I'm very open with it. Like at first, she was she was a little afraid that people would actually believe the stuff that I say on stage, and then right. she just got she just got away with it. She has told me some things that I'm not allowed to say on stage, and uh, that she doesn't. Well, not that I'm not allowed, but that she doesn't appreciate. And um, I, I've taken those out. You know, if she doesn't like it, if she doesn't, if she feels uncomfortable with me saying anything, like uh, I'll take it out. I want a joke of yours that you tried that didn't work. Give me the idea. Give me what whatever you would like. Okay, I have two because like I, like I get like you mentioned like my, all of my jokes are really short. I, I've had one where I try to compare uh, cell phones to babies, you know, because right. uh, <laughs> I only have one of those, you know, and uh, <laughs> so I try to like how the how important cell phones were to people. Like cell phones are people's lives, you know, right? Uh, and and sometimes when when people have babies, like babies are like their important things of their life. Just because that is that important to you doesn't mean that you're not gonna forget it in the car sometime, you know. Right. And uh, yeah, like building that up and then saying like, oh, just <laughs> you know, people leave babies in the cars on accident type of thing uh, was right. Di di didn't go over well at all. I, I don't know if yeah. I, I, I I didn't plead my case hard enough as far as comparing the cell phones to babies because i don't know right. that <laughs> cell phones are important but they're not that important and i guess babies are very important <laughs> to people and right. um so people took offense to that never worked that whole comparison about uh how long phones. did you try it how many like how many times would you say you tried that joke i did it about five times any of the five did it work no but it was it was <laughs> So you were it hanging was, on, man. You were hanging on. It was on. funny to me. Well, because I think, I don't know, I think I talked to you about it or I talked to our circle about it. And like, of course, y'all thought it was funny or somebody thought it was funny in conversation. They thought, oh, that's fucking, that's ridiculous. But on stage, it just never worked. And I guess I just didn't, I didn't sell it properly and stuff. And to be honest, I really didn't work too hard on that. Well, how, I, how I do things is I come up with an idea. So I, I just literally just wrote down cell phone equal sign baby that, that's all i'll write on that i'll write on stage the idea and because i do it like that if it doesn't hit automatically i'm like oh okay let me just try it again okay let me let me, let me try it again rather than going down pen to paper and actually like mapping out blueprinting how it should go i'll just listen to that set from the before and just like try like mm, okay let me just reword it this way next time reword it that way this time but i don't pen to paper stuff like i'll just bullet point cell phone equals baby and that's pretty much all the pen to paper writing i did on that one so because it just never hit on stage and i i tried it different a couple times uh just, it just that idea just never worked <laughs> i did bring back a joke about leaving a baby in the car which which worked 
So half half that idea, Wait, leaving you know the I mean? baby in a car work. Yeah, like how uh, shit. Uh, I'm trying to sell like how I'm a pro pro uh, life. You know, a uh, pro choice. Right. I'm pro choice. And right. I believe it's 100% the woman's choice, you know, and man, we have a choice too of whether or not to leave that baby in a car because we want to play God too, you know? I've seen you do that joke a couple of times and both times I was like, all right, let's see how this goes. And both times it went over well. Yeah. I was, I'm kind of surprised that the other joke that you had did not go over as well just because just based off the reaction of the other one that I've seen. Yeah. I think just like the build up, the build, the build up was very clumsy. They really didn't like, they're like cell phones. Okay. But you're, you're trying to convince cell phones to babies. And as soon as I started right. doing that, they just kind of checked People out. Like care more about cell phones. So they didn't relate to the joke. <laughs> no, I think they came more about babies and then like they kind of lost, uh, I lost them on that one. It's sad that, People probably would notice that they were missing their cell phone before they noticed they were missing their baby. In all honesty, that's really sad. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't have a baby anymore. You know? But, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I know I panic when I, leave, when I can't find my cell phone, and then I realize, oh shit, I left it in the car. Uh, and then you go but, back for it, and you realize you left the baby in there, and you're like, oh, little blessings, man. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. All right. So now give me a little inspiration for what is on deck. I love the way that you write. And you said on your Barbara Cole core podcast that lately you have not been writing. I'm going to guess here. Does that mean that you are not writing so much new stuff because you can't do it on stage? Like you said, you'd like to do. Yeah. Are you more fattening up bits that you have to see if you can add punches in? Fattening up bits, uh, still working on tags. Like I like, I, I still do my set, or I do a set, like, in the shower, you know, just while I'm, like... <laughs> uh, you could call it whatever you want, man. That's fine. <laughs> no, but you I, do I mean... four-minute sets, or what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so I still I still run it in my mind sometimes and stuff, you know, because I, I do miss it. But as far as writing new things, not too much. I am trying to work on different ideas, like, from when I was young. And right. I really I really want... If you put me on stage right now, the most I could do, or the most I've done on stage is like 20 minutes. But that's because I have a lot of short jokes. If I if I could figure out a way to do the storytelling jokes, do, you know, longer bit, then I, I could like add to my set so much and then start doing more time and more time. So I'm, I'm working on stories from my past that I try to want to put on stage. I don't know if I, I did a pod, Davies podcast, the Antisocial Hour, where I talked about a, a second date, a really bad second date that I met her off of Craigslist. It's funny. It's a, it's a funny situation. It was a funny story, but I just don't know. I've tried to put that on stage a couple of times and just, nah, it's not, it doesn't work. So I want to do stuff with that stuff from my childhood that actually makes stuff. me happy to hear only because i can relate to it because this is a slap in the face to you and your comedy but i see you very similar to me in the sense that i write very quick jokes and yeah. i'm done with a joke on stage very quickly so if i go up with a set list of 10 jokes i run through those jokes those 10 jokes probably in the space of a couple of minutes easily yeah yeah I am trying to do the same thing you are. So I have enjoyed watching you try to stretch things out because I'm trying to figure out how the fuck I can stretch things out. Yeah. It's scary, dude. It's scary and it's hard, you know, because like the short jokes, the short joke, the short jokes work. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't use the slur. Thank you. <laughs> it's just hard to step away from that when you know that that's working so much. But right. if you if you come like a, a short joke comic. Like, you need to write constantly. You need to write a lot. You need to come up with a lot of material if that's going to be your way about it. 
and oh, okay, and uh, so this is strictly out of laziness for sure dude for <laughs> sure i am lazy i am lazy <laughs> yeah. and i want i want stuff done easy i want the easy way all the time